this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profits. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, the podcast designed to empower, encourage, enlighten, validate, and support you on your journey through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Higgy. I am the founder and director of Strong Women Co. Uh, you can just search us, find us, Strong Women Co. on Facebook and Instagram for an inspirational, educational, motivational stuff. Um, and uh, you also find out what we have to offer. We got a lot of great things in the works, big things in the works. Gonna have a, a lot of cool things for the holidays, uh, some kits, packages, and more um, in the creative stage right now. Super exciting things. Um, so that's gonna be rolling out uh, late November. And uh, of course, you can also join our wonderful online community, the Strong Women Code Dri Tribe. It's a Facebook group. Uh, it's totally free. Uh, you just search Strong Women Code Tribe and ask to join. And uh, it's an amazing supportive group of uh, women. Um, I certainly love everyone in there and get a lot from it. I know a lot of women have uh, told me they do too. Uh, besides just being a phenomenal group of gals. Uh, we also have, uh, I put out a video every Tuesday, Life Tip Tuesdays, or I make it up for you if I don't, <laughs> which is what happened last week. And I ended up just reading, um, pulling cards for everyone on Thursday because my cup was not full on Tuesday to do my video. Um, and then I also knew I had to do another video on the full moon for Wednesday. So you just have to make those decisions for yourself. But anyway, so we get Life Tip Tuesday videos, we get mo Motivational Monday. So I usually do up either some kind of quote or um, some kind of inspirational thing for uh, your Monday. And I actually had something planned to do for this Monday morning, but I was feeling a little bit of anxiety, a little anxiousness, a little uncertainty. So I pulled a card this morning and um, out of my goddess guidance cards, and uh, it offered me so much relief that I just shared it with the group, and that was my motivational Monday. And it was from um, uh, Arakura. It's a goddess, I believe. It's a Celtic goddess. I may be pronouncing it wrong, but it was the card, and it was blossoming, and it said, you're just getting started, so have patience with yourself and the process, and do not give up. <laughs> And that was such exactly what I needed. It was like, you're just getting started. Have patience because I, this is what happens in my creative um, process. So I have all these ideas for all these really cool kits and packages and I have pieces of them kind of scattered throughout. And now I just kind of want them done. <laughs> That's when I get like anxious. <laughs> so I just want to manifest. Uh, but everything in perfect time. Uh, and this is certainly what I'm learning and certainly what... Uh, uh, the, the universe and life experience keep, kind of keeps lying out, laying out for me to learn is everything in perfect time, Kelly. Uh, everything's going to work out, not on your time clock, but the universe's time clock. And, um, you know, that's one of the gorgeous parts of growing up and getting older is gaining wisdom along the way. So, and that's something I certainly needed to learn was to trust, faith, uh, patience, and uh, everything in perfect time. You know, I think I also have this like fear of missing out, this FOMO. 
and you know fear of missing out of, of things fearing missing out of opportunities fear of missing out um, on, on trends and in reality you know that's just kind of my ego kicking up dust um, because when I just really check into my soul and my spirit and that's what I create from um, all this other stuff is just kind of noise anyway but um, yeah so, so some of these things some of these topics uh, including just general uh, in- encouraging videos and all that come out in our tribe and also on our Facebook and Instagram um, so I think this might be a great opportunity, a transition to talk about our topic today. I'm super excited about this topic. I've had this one in the back burner to use now for a couple of months. Um, I actually, this was one of the podcasts I started with the song and then worked backwards. So featured song today is, uh, Icon for Hire, You Can't Kill Us, uh, but before we get into that, Let's get into the topic of the show. The, today's topic is you are as resilient as beep. Resiliency. Being resilient. Why is it important? And how do you get more? <laughs> Here we go. Resiliency. Being resilient. Is this a word that is familiar? Is it in your vocabulary? Is it a word you have ever used to describe yourself? Um, Resiliency is such an interesting, amazing topic. uh, And it's been something that's very interesting to me since I was doing my first degree in psychology. So what is resiliency or being resilient? So if you are resilient, you have the capacity to recover quickly from difficult situations. You bounce back. You have the ability to spring back into shape. Your so bad things happen. They may knock you down, but you always get back up. And, or another way to say it is uh, rather than letting failure overcome or, or drain you, uh, you find a way to rise from the ashes. So there's this part of you, this this resiliency, this kind of nature. I, I don't know. I always think of, I'm a child of the 80s, so I think of Rocky a lot getting hit, down, getting hit in the boxing ring and then getting back up but I also just think of um, just all of the people in my life when I think about resiliency and and the the pain and loss and frustration you know loss of of partners loss of of sisters loss of children and the the ability to keep moving that that's what I think of when I think of resiliency but Resiliency is something that um, psychologists have identified as the number one, the more f- resilient you are, the more likely you are to be successful and happy. And that successful being your definition of successful. So psychologists are really are really into quantifying everything and really determined to make uh, human behavior into a science. So they've turned, uh, of course, all kinds of categories and they're always looking for identifiers and personality traits and just to be able to have uh, predictors, behavior predictors. And uh, one of the things that they have found for the last few decades in their research, in psychologist research, on what allows a person to um, uh, be able to be happy or successful uh, despite 
the um, hardships or difficulties they faced is their um, ability to um, to bounce back is their resiliency and so psychologists um, so it's, it's, they looked at a cross it's like you know was it was it, what, what are the uh, identifiers to predict um, someone being able to bounce back and of course there was ones that they thought uh, that you'd find like you know support system you know um, resources all of that but when you equalize it across the board um, the um, trait that came out the most that people were most likely to be able to have a happy successful life where you know you look back and it's it's that you you were satisfied with your life or you look at your present and you're happy with what it, what you have uh, it is about being resilient so psychologists have identified some factors that make someone resilient they further quantified it down so you are resilient and have uh, good resiliency if you have a positive attitude I just think of that uh, the attitude of gratitude and just even um, like Tigger, you know, uh, positively terrific or whatever he would say, or terrific, or, and just kind of like you know the uh, dancing around like the Tigger, Tigger kind of attitude, that positive attitude, being so so juxtapositioning in the Eeyore attitude. Of course, I'm talking about we need we need the poo characters. Um, hopefully, uh, this doesn't lose anyone, but. Uh, just kind of thinking of if you're going to uh, like why did the characters of Eeyore and Tigger come out as as kind of archetypes of these personality types and of course we all know Eeyores don't we know Eeyores the perpetual victims thanks for noticing me (laughs) and uh, you know those people that's like oh don't mind me oh no I don't need a thing and then but also kind of just living in this fog of perpetual victimhood oh of course the bird boot on me oh of course this is happening to me so we all we all know people like you are and then there's also the people like tigger right who are you know uh the best thing about tiggers i'm gonna screw up that <laughs> his his uh rhyme so i'm not gonna say it but it's that kind of bouncing you can't keep me down i always spring back like tiggers actually got a spring in his tail so that positive attitude that is one thing that psychologists have identified as um uh, people who are resilient have that kind of positive attitude you can't you know uh chumba wumba get knocked down but i get up again that kind of like um, stamina almost that um, uh, I just think of the the clowns that you'd punch in the face and they'd get back up that kind of positive attitude of, of moving forward but also looking for the positive things in life choosing those those happy thoughts choosing um, to take control of your life as opposed to throw your hands up and say you know oh this is just happening to me and so having that positive attitude is something that allows people to be more resilient. So um, in the same uh, realm, just general optimism. Uh, if you are just more optimistic in life, if you're a glasses half full kind of person, you are more likely to be resilient because you are more likely to see the positivity. You're more likely to see the promise, the potential, the light at uh, the end of the tunnel. So general optimism is really great for being resilient and um, the ability to regulate your emotions. Now that's a big one. <laughs> so when things happen, um, you know, uh, 
you don't lose it completely and freak out. Now, that being said, of course, we all lose it from time to time. And, I, and I'm not in a, I want to make a very clear distinction that um, encouraging your own resiliency is more, uh, is more about acknowledging your strengths that already exist than giving yourself a hard time about anything. No, 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 no. This podcast, this topic is about acknowledging and connecting to your resiliency so that you can have faith in yourself, so you can have feel that power that you have that you bring that no matter what you know that what whatever life throws at you you know you're going to bounce back up because you have this life of data uh these experiences that have shown you that's exactly what you would do because that's exactly what you have done you bounce back up you're a spring you overcome instead of letting things drain you and you rise above from the ashes you are a phoenix so um, people who have resiliency have optimism, positive act, uh, attitude, and ability to regulate emotions. And how I kind of say that is like you see to yourself. And women are much, much better at regulating their emotions than men in no small part because we are taught that we have to. <laughs> we are not allowed to have the same kinds of emotions, uh, particularly in public as men. Um, but uh, it, it's something that I'm like, teaching my little girl Emotional regulation is, I'm, that's more of a priority to me to teach her that than reading. Like she said, yes, she's already like, she learns the letters and all of that. She's, she's going to be three soon. But uh, the figuring out how to calm herself, soothe herself, figure out, see her own feelings. You know, I, I, if someone had taught me that, I swear to God, if someone had taught me that at a young age, I could have saved myself from so much agony and so much torture and so much frustration just being able to see to myself and not look outwards not not for the validation not for the soothing just seeing to yourself and last thing psychologists have identified for someone being resilient is the ability to see failure as a form of helpful feedback so i'm sure you know those people i know those people who seem to have things like things go really easy for them right <laughs> but they're just easygoing people and, uh, you know, they could have all of these, like, you know, big careers and kids and businesses and all that stuff. And they just, of course, you never know how anyone actually is, but they certainly seem, the people who are easygoing seem to have an easier going way of life. And of course, that makes so much sense if you want to get into any kind of like energies and attractions and what you put out to the universe, you get back all of those metaphysic kind of conversations. But, um, so even after a misfortunate or negative event, mis resilient people are, are blessed to have an outlook that they are able to change course and, and you know, for lack of a better word, soldier on. So it's like, okay, this happens. Yes, you could fall to your knees. Yes, I am all for you feeling what you feel and not burying it down. Um, but the point I want to focus on and highlight and remind you of is yes you fall down yes you fall apart goodness knows I've done that in the last couple of weeks and maybe this is why I'm ready to do this topic today is because I'm reminded of my own resiliency where I was kind of falling apart last week with the full moon and the week before was uh, was was a hard one too and I can kind of feel my strength coming back and I can kind of remember how this is what I do. This is how I build myself up. This is part of my process. This is part of my resiliency is and then being able to look at, um, okay, me falling apart, me not doing the the things that I had planned to do because I was kind of a state emotionally. And then um, uh, being like, okay, well, that that happened. 
let's change course what have we learned moving forward moving on and that is resiliency you know like just people who just keep showing up people who have the audacity to um continue on to 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 move forward to keep showing up to keep working at what the things that 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 um frustrate them uh or or that they need to see too so have you ever thought about how resilient you are have you ever thought about your own resiliency i ask this in a, a couple of different workshops that I do and I particularly like asking women about their own resiliency in corporate workshops um, because it's part of the skills and strengths inventory that I help that I do with women to help encourage and, and get them to understand their strengths and highlight their strengths because if you don't sing your praises and ain't no one gonna but um, honestly if for, for a lot of it for a lot of women helping them to see their strengths and understand their resiliency is just data that I need to help them understand and view and highlight so that they can have a more accurate view of themselves. Because so many women have this really, really crappy view of themselves. I'm sure dudes do too. Um, I just work mostly with women. And I know what the patriarchy does to us. And I know what this not enough uh, imposter syndrome, this, this pressure that women have. And um, so while I, I and I'm a data girl, right? Like I started off in science and psychology and neuroscience and love all that stuff. So give me the data. So the data is that you have been knocked down. The data is that you keep getting up, right? And, and we, we kind of really discount those behaviors. And it's like, oh, what else were we going to do? It's like, well, girlfriend, you could have done a lot of things. When you, that last time you got knocked down or that really hard time you got knocked down and, you know, you felt you were in so much pain that you felt like the wind was taken out of you or, uh, you know, uh, you, you could have given up. Sure, sure. Maybe, maybe you even did a little. But then what happened? Then, you know, you wiped your face. You blew your nose. You know, you're probably like, oh, what time is it? What do I got to do now? And you moved on. You moved forward. You demonstrated to yourself that you are resilient. But women don't think about this. We don't think about our resiliency. In one of my last corporate workshops I did, when I asked women about this, and it was almost uncomfortable for some women, I think, that's the word they used, um, to uh, think of themselves as resilient. And um, it was uncomfortable for them to go back to those times when they were resilient and and one one of the uh you you were supposed to write down three times you know in your life that you were resilient meaning times when you got knocked down and you didn't know for sure if you were going to get up like those real hard times and i was in a room full of you know 30 40 something year old women and they had no problems (laughs) filling out three times they got knocked down when they weren't sure they were going to get up And then I asked them to, I put them in pairs and I asked them to share a time with each other of of, uh, their own resiliency. And that was, that was really vulnerable. Uh, A lot of women use that word vulnerable when it's like, that's, you know, that was uncomfortable. It was, it was vulnerable, but it was really great opportunity for connecting because there were so many women who, who barely knew each other or only had working relationships. And there were so many commonalities of stories. Um, A lot of the women's stories actually did, um, involve 
uh, hardships at work and not being validated and, and having to leave or being sexually harassed and having to make hard decisions. So there was a real commonality of the resilience of the women in the room uh, that they were not aware of um, before having the opportunity to share those things. And I'm sure a lot of those women look back at those situations of harassment and, and uh, other uh, challenges and they may look at it even almost almost with shame you know because I, I certainly have those situations where it's like oh gross like you just get a gross feeling of the things that you've you've had to deal with when especially if you're a woman in a male-dominated field but even if you're not there there are times when uh, you're just like gro- those those times in your life many women on honestly they end up just leaving the jobs or, or whatever um, but uh, thinking back on those times, instead of all that gross shame feeling that this happened, that, you know, the patriarchy tells us it's our fault and we're dirty and we brought on the sexual harassment or blah, 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 blame Eve. <laughs> it's all Eve's fault. Freaking patriarchy and religion. But anyway, um, that uh, I- instead of looking at it with any kind of uh, gross feeling, looking back at that time as an opportunity that you demonstrated your own resiliency and this kind of goes back to the whole queen piece, the queen uh, a podcast of a, a little while ago, where, you know, it's part of your rite of passage as uh, a girl maiden going into a woman. Um, and then, and then you know, the princess into the queen is to, th- to go through these hard times, to set up those boundaries, and then to be knocked down and then to rise again from the ashes as the phoenix, beautiful phoenix that you are. And to think about your own resiliency as a superpower. To think about your own resiliency as this thing you got in your back pocket. You got the data to back it up. Uh, You can have faith in that. You can uh, have um, trust in that. Because you have already demonstrated to yourself that you can get through hard times. And you can be better for it. So, in what ways are you resilient? When have you been resilient? When have you been knocked down so bad you didn't know if you were going to get up? And what did you do? How did you get up? How did you see to yourself? There's a lot of value in acknowledging your strengths. There's a lot of value in realizing how powerful you are and how much you are capable of. Resilient people tend to be action takers. They tend to be the ones that look on the bright side of things. But really, resilient people and so 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 many women I know are resilient resilient I'm just in awe and and, and inspired by the resiliency of the almost daily knockdown some women get from society from workplaces from family that it's it's so encouraging to see all that women are capable of enduring and rising from And I know you have your stories of what you have endured and what you have risen from. Arisen? Arisen? Arisen. A lot of this language is getting pretty religious-y for me. 
But uh, I wanted to just briefly talk about uh, this, this, this topic of resiliency um, and positive attitude and how great it is. And I'm going to do a podcast just on how to um, change your negative thoughts to positive thoughts. I'm like that's, that's one of my, my back pocket I got. And with thinking of the positive attitude and optimism, and thinking about resiliency and the value of resiliency and the and how resilient you are being the number one key factor in how happy and successful you will be in your life. When I think about all these things, I'm think I think about two things. I think about the four noble truths of Buddha, uh, and then I also think of this uh, Haruki uh, Murakami uh, quote. So the four noble truths of Buddha, you know, talking about like how pain exists and uh, wanting things and things that everything is impermanent and wanting things to stay permanent is essentially what causes us the pain and you know going through all of that for the buddha's truth so i think i I like that i like i like that buddha um i I get a lot of solace from uh buddhist principles it does it does feel a little too objective for me where i am right now but i get huge value out of uh just teasing out Ooh, suggestion, book suggestion, Daughters of Buddha, uh, if you're looking at how to approach Buddhism through a feminine perspective, highly recommend that. That was a life-changing book for me. Um, and then the, the uh, Haruki Murakami uh, quote, this is what I love. So that kind of goes with the first noble truth of Buddha that, you know, pain exists, right? Um, to be human is to experience pain. Uh, I don't know if there's any way to be human and not experience pain. I don't think there is. I think this is the the truth is uh, to be human is to experience pain one way or another. So pain is inevitable, right? We just got to accept it. It's just pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I always love to remind myself of that. Because to tell you the truth, the majority of the pain I do feel if I'm really checking with myself is because I'm holding on to something that A, never existed, or B, can't exist anymore. I am I am getting better, but this is one of this is this is part of my karma. This is part of things I have to learn in this life is to loosen my grip and to go with the flow. And um, I am resilient. Oh my goodness, I am so resilient. I I know that of myself. I know how much I have um, untrained uh, and unlearned to become the happy, healthy person I am now. I know how many times I've been knocked down by trauma and heartache and health issues and crises and and I keep springing back up and I know that about myself and I know you know that about yourself too and you know I I guess I really wanted to highlight and remind you of your own resiliency to remind you of the value of that positive attitude that optimism as that being one of the keys that can move us forward these are trying times, my friend. We were born for this, though. We are all warriors who were born for this exact time. We are, have a resiliency that is unmatched by any any other uh, stretch of the imagination. We have uh, supports. We have uh, so many things to help us along our path. And we need to rem- be reminded of this superpower we have, of our own resiliency. And, you know, before uh, I clue up ways to increase your resiliency, ways to increase your, um, your toolkit, how can you be more resilient? 
to get a toolbox that allows you to stay calm, regulated during chaos and crisis and allows you to return to uh, what it was like before the crisis, so pre-crisis, uh, without getting any long-term neg- negative consequences. So that to be more resilient, you know, I do this with clients where we'll just get our toolbox together. What's our toolbox of coping mechanisms? What's our toolbox of support? Um, and, you know, when you kind of feel yourself fraying, like uh, fraying, like a, a wire would fray at the edge, uh, you know, you reach out and you just, you're just holding on to, you know, your friends, your family, your own individual meditative practice, your time in nature, your exercise, your eating yourself healthy, healthy foods, th- these type of things, holding on to the healthy coping mechanisms in that toolbox and reminding yourself that you have it and reminding yourself to dip into that toolbox of co- healthy coping mechanisms so you don't freak out, so you don't fall apart um, uh, over every little thing, right? And you already know this, but I'm reminding you that you have this toolbox and uh, to have more confidence in your own resiliency and to think about those times that that you didn't know if you were going to make it. You didn't know if life really finally... (laughs) had like you know given you the old one two and you know punched you in the gut and you dropped to your knees and for a second there you didn't you forgot how to breathe or you know we have all experienced loss that's one of my favorite things of kind of modern feminism is uh, especially the work of um, Judith Butler is that we have all experienced loss and it is only when we become undone can we actually put ourselves back together and this is this in this resiliency is how we put ourselves back together. It is in this resiliency that we rise from the ashes. This resiliency that is in your DNA, that is in your spirit, it is in your code of who you very are. Because you keep demonstrating it. You keep showing us all. You keep showing yourself. You keep getting up. No matter what happens, no matter how many times you have been knocked down, kicked down, spat on my goodness all the ways that you can be knocked down and have been knocked down you keep getting up because you are awesome and now it's time for one of my favorite parts of the pod the featured song as i mentioned this is um the song called you can't kill us by icon for hire and shout out to my brother-in-law jesse da who uh suggested this one when i put a call out for um anthems to get you pumped uh jesse my brother-in-law brother of my husband he actually had uh the opportunity to um tour around with icon for hire icon for hire is um an American band, um, female lead, uh, her first name is Ariel, but um, uh, they actually, the Icon for Hire is a satirical comment on the state of the music industry, so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, thanks to Jesse for this song. It has been an anthem in our house. My little girl Violet says, put on the screaming song. You can't kill us, you can't kill us. It's so cute. <laughs> Uh, they're pop punk alternative metal elements with strings. How I would describe them is a way I think that would anger them because <laughs> they don't really want to be described comparatively. But it's kind of like a female lead of Linkin Park or Evanescence with a, a, a bit more edge. 
Um, but they started in MySpace. MySpace uh, they got signed uh, to a label, left that label, and actually had started a Kickstarter campaign for their album, uh, their Kickstarter campaign. They were looking to make like uh, $2,000, and they raised in a couple of days $127,000, uh, just kind of demonstrating um, you just don't know what you're going to get unless you ask for it. And then they took that money and uh, went on tour. But uh, besides the kind of cool story that is this band's, uh, this band has, I just love the lyrics of this song. And, you know, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. But then the second time I heard it, I really heard the lyrics and really got the jam out to it. And I'll just read a couple of them to you. Uh, it starts off, I swear to God at night when I close my eyes, I can still see this little lost girl inside. And I don't know how to help her. I don't know what to do supposed to have this figured out but I'm so confused for years I cried my sleep myself to sleep every night lived one day at a time just trying to stay alive and I knew people had it worse but that didn't make me better it I took all I had inside just to hold myself together but I knew I couldn't stop keep hoping one day maybe I'll make it to the stage and tell you it's all okay and that I love you even if I haven't met you yet hold on stay strong we never forget and it goes the courses we've been lost been to the bottom beaten up torn and forgotten still we fight we will survive can't kill the fire we feel inside we've burned chained and depleted we've left alone we're not defeated still we fight we will survive you can't kill the fire we feel inside you can't you can't kill us you can't you can't kill us so uh if you were looking for a good screaming anthem to get you pumped if you're looking for a song to remind yourself of your amazing resilience um even if you feel pain inside even if you are being knocked down this is one of the songs um it's kind of uh, one of my jams I go to. So here we go for your listening and dancing pleasure. I can't for hire. You can't kill us.
gonna wake up, we're gonna be alright We'll look back and be happy that we kept ourselves alive We'll honor where we came from, see what the heart was for But we don't let our past hold us hostage anymore Cause we got more to give, more to live, more to be What's the who we are than our broken history? Like an army, we will know it's never better yet But we hold on, stay strong, and never forget You can't, you can't kill us, you can't, you can't kill us Oh, <laughs> my